Welcome to Chef's Table, I'm Jim Coleman. What does hunger mean to you? We all know physical hunger in varying degrees, of course, but hunger can be a longing for home and the food that represents it, or a quest for knowledge about a subject. It's a big word, hunger. So let's start big with the hungry planet. Faith Lucio and Peter Menzel traveled to 24 countries and visited 30 families around the globe. They photographed each family with a week's worth of groceries. Talk about a picture being worth a thousand words. Well, for instance, in Mali, we photographed a family that uh, we'd been familiar with for a number of years, the Sumanas. They live in a small village on the uh, Niger River, and they're grain traders, and that's essentially what their diet is. It's, it's grain, and uh, they supplement that with a, a few fresh fruits and vegetables. But basically, you see the picture of them with their week's worth of food. Samana has two wives and uh, had a sister-in-law living with them at the same time, and there are nine kids. And they're sitting on the roof of their mud house uh, overlooking this mud village on the Niger River, and they've got several big bags of grain, and that's about it. And essentially, these very simple diets are actually quite more healthy than many in the developed world when you come down to it because they're eating really simple, basic grains, legumes, and uh, supplement that with a little bit of meat or fresh fish, and uh, they've got something that's pretty healthy. What is the influence of globalization to this effect? Supermarkets are invading the planet, and that's possibly a good thing for some people and not so good for other people. It involves having more access to less expensive food, but at the same time, it's giving global food manufacturers uh, more play to produce processed food, which is replacing a lot of very simple, good nutritional food for a lot of people's diets. Did things play out as you thought they would, or were there some major surprises that you weren't expecting? Yeah, sure, there's major surprises. I mean, we've been going to China for years and years, but we weren't really expecting to see that great a difference between, uh, we did two families in China, a rural family outside of Beijing, a couple of hours outside of Beijing, and then a, a typical family inside Beijing. But to see the uh, progress that, or I guess you call it progress, that uh, the local Beijing family, the city family has made, they were eating uh, a little bit of sushi, they had beer from Japan, and one of the son's favorite um, restaurant trips every week was to go to KFC. So you see that family with a lot of, you know, foreign food, and then you see the family that is a rural family that still raises their own sheep and chickens and grows vegetables in their courtyard. And you see a little bit of, you know, the Chinese version of Coca-Cola, but at the same time, it's a much fresher and healthier look. So what we were surprised about is how much the global marketplace is really changing China. Can you share with us maybe a story or about a family that you would most like to dine with again that you dined with when you were doing the project? I have several. One is Japan. I always love to eat in Japan. And um, uh, another was Greenland. And you wouldn't think of dining in Greenland, but if you're with a, with a seal hunting family and they're pulling Arctic char out of a glacial lake, you know, we're ice fishing. Uh, we've been dog sledding for a couple of days to get there, and then they pull these Arctic char out of a lake and cook them up with a little bit of curry sauce and uh, boil some rice. I mean, it was just an incredible meal. We had some of the best food and freshest and most memorable food in uh, Greenland. Japan, I just love Japan because of the amount of fish that's being eaten and um, seaweed and uh, soy. Very, very healthy diet. People in Japan, and especially in...